What is up, hey. everybody? Zach and Amy with Be a Light. We hope that you're having a fantastic day. It's exciting. Yeah. The day has come. Whoop, whoop. We're doing a live stream. I was going live to just like, you know, say going live to say that we were going live. Mm. <laughs> Sounds funny. <laughs> um, I really wanted to put like music to it. And like the first thing I thought of was like Queens, like don't yeah. stop me now. But it wouldn't let me play that song. But it's like that's like the energy that I feel right now. Don't stop me. Like that's that's how I feel right now. So I'm excited. <laughs> We're so glad to have you here. If you haven't already, hit that like button. It helps out a ton. Yeah. And go ahead and tell us how you doing down in the comments below. How this is going to work tonight is we're going to be just kind of be chatting. Uh, and, you know, that's gonna we're going to pray for people. We're going to be talking about some things that's been going on. Uh, just sharing the love of God with everybody. So, I'm going to... Uh, so that's kind of the plan for tonight and everything. So let us know how you're doing down in the comments. Uh, we're excited to be here with you tonight. God is awesome. Uh, no doubts about it. No, no, no bones to pick. God is awesome. Uh, I was listening this morning to uh, the Sermon on the Mount. I kind of talked to you about it. Uh, and like just listening to the Sermon on the Mount was like, it's like, man. God is so good. God is so good. Uh, Jennifer says, can you please pray for Alan tomorrow morning? He has to have heart surgery. Well, let's pray right now. Yes. Lord, we just pray for Alan that his heart surgery will go well, Thank Lord. You, Jesus. That there will be no issues. There will be no complications, Lord. You, Lord. And that the surgeons and the anesthesiologists and the nurses, Lord, Thank will you, take Jesus. care of Alan. That they will know exactly what Thank to do. You, and that they will have a steady hand, Lord, and that Alan's recovery will go quickly, you, Lord, Lord, that he will not have a long recovery period, Lord, that he will have a quick recovery, Lord, and that thank he'll be you, able Jesus. to live life better than he's had, Lord. Yes, and Lord, we just thank you for that. We thank you in thank your name. You, Amen. Thank you. Guys, we're here. Let us know if you got any prayer requests. Share the stream with people. Hit yep. the like button. It helps out a ton. Mm -hmm. um, but like I was saying, I was I was listening to the Beatitudes. I was driving to work this morning. I had a, a shoot to go to, a, a filming shoot. It's so weird hearing you say, like, I drove to work because it's not, like, regular, like, job. But it's like you are, like, driving to yeah. go <laughs> to work. I'm going, it's just, it's just I'm funny going on hear. location. Because <laughs> most of the time we're working at home. Like yeah. that, that's why it's funny to me. Anyways. But I was listening to Matthew 6 uh, through 7. It's the Sermon on the Mount. And, like, I can only imagine how people, like, Jesus is just laying down, like, just straight truth. Just like, boom, left, after right, boom, boom, boom. Not, you know, cutting any slack, but being loving the whole time. But it come down to... Like, the very end of it, it was like, and the people talked about how much power his words had, that he spoke with such authority, mm -hmm. unlike the religious leaders and the Pharisees of the time. Yeah. And I think that's, we, we, Jesus didn't compromise the truth mm -hmm. to make people feel good. Mm -hmm. He loved people. Yeah. 
but he didn't compromise the truth. And we have to be very careful about that as Christians these days, not to compromise the truth just to have people like us. Because it also talks about in Matthew 6 that people are going to make fun of you, people are going to mock you, people are going to curse you, but count it all joy mm-hmm. <laughs> because what is in heaven is more important than what you're going to have on earth. Well, because it's like you could you could ignore a problem, you could pacify someone's feelings, you could... Um, you know, reason away something. But all of that really in the long run is just lying to somebody. Like if there's something that needs to be done, if there's something that we need to speak truth into, mm-hmm. like we have to do that. And that's not easy. No, it's by not. By any means. Um, But it's necessary. Yeah. And... I know, but, you know, it's also, we have to speak the truth in love. There, yes. Like, there is where people just want to be right, and mm-hmm. I definitely feel like that's a big thing right now is, you know, people are hurting. There's a lot of confusion, mm-hmm. um, but we bind up chaos in the name of Jesus. Yes. We bind up confusion. We speak yes. peace over the different things that are going on in the world, but... You know, people in the desire to just be heard are lashing out. Mm-hmm. And I know in um, our community, there's a monument that um, <coughs> is, it's a Confederate monument, and it was vandalized today. I don't know I if you know saw that. that. Yeah. <coughs> It was vandalized, and it's like, you know, you can't, like, two wrongs don't make a right. No. And there's a right way and a wrong way to go about it, because there's also, um, in Mississippi, their state flag mm-hmm. has now, um, I, I don't know if they have, like, a design already, but they're... They do. They do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but they're removing their state flag because... Um, a portion of it was the Confederate flag, and for a lot of people, that represents something that's negative. Yeah, I don't. We don't have to explain that, but um, I don't know. Different different people have different feelings about that, but um, like I I, I posted about this today. Um, and just sharing that that sharing you know an article about it or whatever. Um. When you were still at Gulf Breeze as a band director, um, we went to a football game, and like the ROTC color guard, I don't know what they. Yes, the ROTC. <coughs> yeah. yeah. Um, they came out with flags, and they, um, they had this state flag, and one of the, you know, teenagers that was carrying out these flags Mm -hmm. was a black kid and he was having to walk under this confederate flag and like it was so uncomfortable like it was just so it i think i used the word disgusting (laughs) today it it was disgusting to me i've 
sure that you remember me being oh, yeah. upset about that. Oh yeah. Um, but and just I feel like something actually happened in that situation because I'm sure I know that it's something that's it's been, been it's been going on for a while because yeah. I have I have a, a a friend over there that is very vocal. He's a Christian mm-hmm. and like he has been putting a ton of effort into getting the flag changed. It wasn't only him, but there were a lot of people in Mississippi pushing for the flag to get changed. Mm-hmm. And it's not you know oh they're taking away heritage. No, it's because it is not the right thing to be shown like i i was like in the beatitudes it says do unto others as you would want to be done unto you Mm -hmm. and like we've heard that so much and now i talked about it to you like we've heard it so much that it's just cliche at this point yeah it's just like oh well i know that but it's like do we really do that Mm -hmm. do we really like we see in the world and like i'm i'm speaking as a christian as well we see in the world People just lashing out at each other, and they're not going off of that principle. But how many times have we seen the church lash out at people, yeah, instead of love them? Because that's not that's not how we're supposed to live. We're not supposed to live by, you know, fighting flesh and blood. It's yeah. principalities, rulers of darkness, <coughs> and wickedness in high places. It's the spirit realm. Like yeah. I, I know, <laughs> but no, it's. The spirit realm, there are things at work right now mm-hmm. that are trying to tear America apart. Mm-hmm. And I know that's not why we got on here to talk about all of this, but no. there are things going on right now that we, as as believers, need to join together, unify as the body of Christ. The body of Christ is so splintered right now, and it's been splintered for a long time. We've got to join together. We've got to love each other. And we got to show the world they will know us by our love. They will know that we're Christians by our love. But a lot of people know Christians by their hate. Well, they, they, oh, well, they, oh, they're the church people, a bunch of hypocrites, a bunch of people that hate, hate this group and that group and this group and all this. And they use the Bible as this, that, and the other. Yeah. Like, it is very upsetting when people of the world throw the Bible into people's face. They don't know what it means, but they know that somebody's doing it wrong. <laughs> well, and there's a flip side of that. Like, you know, it's it's like saying that one negative part of the church represents the whole mm-hmm. church. But it's also like they are representing God. And I know that there has been a lot of things that people have done you know in the name of god mm-hmm. that are not right yeah and but there's also where people use that you know something that i noticed today when i share i talked to you about this but i when i shared that post about the mississippi flag people jumped on that really quick and mm-hmm. liked that but when I posted like scripture, when I posted about us doing the show, um, there was a slow uptick on that. Yeah. And people want solutions, but they, you know, and it's like, like you said, throwing the Bible in people's faces. But it's like, 
you don't want to come to the one person that can actually bring a solution. Yeah. And it's like, there's all this wrong, but I don't want to do it. I don't, it's like, I don't want to come to God to try to figure out how to solve this issue. Mm -hmm. Because if we do come to God, people realize that there has to be a change within themselves as well. It's a heart issue. It is. When it comes down to it, I know we've talked about it many times, but we can we can write as many laws or policy changes as we human like as many pages as we want. We literally have infinite pages now because we have the internet. Yeah. But until someone's heart is changed, there will never be any change. Yeah. And that's that's the thing is like we've got to start showing people the love that they need, mm-hmm. the love of the Father, because until you experience that love. You're not going to change. Yeah. When you start experiencing that love from he wants to love you, but sometimes our hearts are so hard that we can't we have to have somebody near us, close to us to show us that love first Mm -hmm. for us to like, oh, well, if that's what a human can do, what can God do? (laughs) Yeah. Love wise, you know, and it starts breaking things down. Hey, Daniel, how are you doing tonight, bro? Um, But it it takes time and it's. I talked about it Sunday. It's a race. Mm-hmm. It's a marathon. It's not a it's not a just a, a sprint. You know, we're in this to consistently work and strive. We're consistently training our spirit, training, growing in strength. And that's what we gotta do as a body and we gotta do it together. Like all of us are our spotters, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like you don't you don't go lift weights without a spotter like that's yeah. dangerous, yeah. and that's just like reading the word because you can start interpreting it in all weird kind of ways. You need spotters yeah. to help guide, to help make sure. Yeah, this is the right form. This mm-hmm. is the right way you need to be doing this. Because I I've been to I've been to so many gyms over the years where you see these guys like they're ripped, but they get on a machine and it looks like they're having like an epileptic attack and they're not they're just and it's like that's not the form <laughs> i might not be in shape but i know that's not right <laughs> hey jacob how's it going but that's that's what you know we as christians we need to you know it's not like we're throwing people down we're you know making people feel that way it's it's love like we, blessed are the peacemakers mm-hmm. talks about that in proverbs like It's better to be a peacemaker than anything. Mm -hmm. And, like, we need to start making some changes. We need to start having conversations with people in our families, Mm -hmm. showing them love. It's like I grew up in a town, and I know Jacob's watching. He also grew up in this town as well. Like, there's a lot of hate in that town Mm -hmm. just because of someone's color of their skin. Mm -hmm. But thank the good Lord that he showed me, you know, like, it's like, this is wrong. Like, I've always known it was wrong, but Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, breaking down those walls, breaking down those those thought processes and everything, and, like, showing people the right way to love people and everything. Mm -hmm. Daniel said, having to get emergency dental work sometime in the next few days, just pray for it to be done soon, to be done quickly, and to be done well, and to endure as little pain and discomfort as possible. Well, Daniel, we just thank the Lord right now that your dentist, your oral surgeon will do 
an awesome job that they will have steady hands that will they will be adept at this lord and we just thank you that daniel will not have any pain and that the recovery will go well and that he'll be able to eat ice cream as soon as he possibly can you know you could go to the dentist and there could be absolutely nothing wrong because god could fix it Mm -hmm. so yep let us know how that goes yes (laughs) because i believe him for that (laughs) yes guys if you need any prayer anything that you are you are going through or need or anything please let us know in the comments like that's what tonight is kind of about is just you know chatting a little bit praying with you know people you know partnering with people and everything in prayer so just let us know um and before we get into more discussion i kind of want to talk about what we're fixing to do with the show starting next week so it's a little up in the air because just figuring out like scheduling stuff but Mm -hmm. we're wanting to have more regular postings and everything. So our goal is for next week um, for things to be solidified. But in, I know last week we did like a worship mm-hmm. live stream. And that's something we want to be regular as well. But we want to be just regularly, regularly engaged <laughs> with you guys. And, you know, this is really what God has called us to do. And yeah. it's really easy to, um, you know, there's a lot of other things that can kind of bog us down, take our time. And I yeah. know with COVID and all this other stuff, it's just like, you know, life changed a little bit, but it's like, you know, things, we're wanting to take the reins back yeah. and get back to what we really like to do which is this so mm-hmm. our goal is that we will be having the episode come out on let me look at my i want to say we talked about monday i think it was like i was trying to do like alliteration <laughs> <laughs> um just it like it's funny but it's also like to help me remember <laughs> so um main monday the main episode coming out on monday mm-hmm. talk about it tuesday it would just kind of be um like a rehash uh you know hey if you missed the episode go and check it out because it would potentially be live i mean I'll always be live yeah. but it would be coming out on mondays um worship wednesday i don't know if that's gonna work out for us like schedule wise but Worship will be a regular thing in the schedule. Mm-hmm. And then um, Zach does Sunday school at our church. But the style of our Sunday school, like a lot of people can like interject. And it's a very like conversational thing. Mm-hmm. So Zach has recorded them, but it's not like it's not super like video friendly. So yeah. we've talked about creating like he will like type out all his stuff for that day. So um you kind of said it was more of you know you could read it yeah you could read it yeah you would get what it was going on so we're thinking of doing like a blog type thing where it's like teaching thursday or that might come out on friday um so we will have like the more solidified schedule by the end of the week Mm -hmm. and our goal is to start doing that next week so that's kind of 
housekeeping announcement thing for yeah. tonight. But um, keep an eye out for that because that'll be regular stuff. You know, if you're subscribed to us, if you're not, go ahead and do that. That way you can see this regular stuff because we want to be able to get stuff out there and encourage mm-hmm. you as much as possible. And, you know, we're just kind of taking the reins back and getting back to what we like to do. And, you know, it's kind of been a blessing that it's like with you kind of taking over Sunday school, it's like it's given us um, another kind of avenue where you are teaching and it's yep. something that we can share with people, not mm-hmm. just um, in, you know, the small Sunday school setting, but also online. Yeah. Yeah, I really enjoy getting to teach like Sunday mornings and everything. Like, uh, we'll have to figure out how to break up the Shema, like one, because <laughs> it's like eight weeks worth of. It might be more than that. <laughs> like, I don't know if y'all remember. This was it's been a little bit. And yeah, but Zach, like, if you don't know what the Shema is, Zach, give like a quick. Okay. So the Shema is Deuteronomy 6, 4, starting in verse 4. And it's, uh, you know, you will love the Lord your God and the Lord alone with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, uh, with all that, all that. So that is like a prayer that the Hebrews have prayed since they went into the promised land before, like Moses gave them this commandment. Like it's very, very important. So they say this prayer every day and Shema, like, because I'm a band nerd and then I'm also, like, just a nerd in general, <laughs> like, Shema, like, stuck out to me because it's the Hebrew word for listen, but it has a dual meaning, which is really awesome, and it also means obey. So when you think about the very first thing is listen, O Israel, Shema, O Israel, so that means listen and obey everything that's about to be said mm-hmm. and i always thought that was really really cool um so yeah i kind of went for a really long time yeah he did many many weeks of that but it was like really like breaking it down and it's really good stuff so you're saying like going back and I don't sharing all of that yeah like we've got okay. an archive okay. we've got an archive here so <laughs> quite a lot of things but yeah i like, I just want to share what God has mm-hmm. been, like, God's been breathing word out. Like, he's been uh, just, like, like, I really feel like it is super important to understand the word of God. Like, it is so important because, and it's not just from, like, I love teaching. I really love teaching, but mm-hmm. it is from a personal aspect as well. Like, we have to take it on ourselves to read the word and understand it. And mm-hmm. I know Todd White talks about it a lot of times where he started reading the Bible and he's like, I don't understand any of this. God, you got to give me wisdom. And it talks about that in Proverbs 4. You know, if you lack wisdom, all you need is ask. So we have to be willing to ask. Yeah. If you don't understand something, you ask. You don't just go through life not knowing. Yeah. You ask, and I think that's so important uh, for people to really lash on to is, like, you can understand this word. It's not just the preacher. It's not just the deacons. It's not just the granny. It's everybody. Everybody gets this. I saw something today. I can't remember exactly what it said, but it was, like, 
it was like God doesn't need you to be smart to know his word. Hmm. And I th- it was something like that. Yeah. And what you were saying made me think of that. And it's like, you know, if we just think of the word as a book where it's just like this knowledge that we're supposed to know and have an understanding of, like we're missing the whole point of it. And I, I know Jesus even says, it's like, you know, the Holy spirit will reveal things Mm -hmm. to you. And it's like, the only way that you really understand the word is by experiencing it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the Holy spirit will bring understanding and, but it's like what Zach was saying, like there's a lot of times where, you know, there's things that we know about the word and it's just something that like if you know anything about it, like act on that yeah. and it will bring more understanding because mm-hmm. you're willing to apply it to your life. Yeah. You know, you're if you're not willing to accept the truth, then the truth isn't going to set you free. Mm-hmm. So um you can quote scripture all day long like yeah. i i was just i knew scripture like i grew up around it my dad's a pastor like i was so familiar with the word mm-hmm. that i didn't fully believe <laughs> like mm-hmm. because i didn't experience it like i thought my parents was experiencing it mm-hmm. <laughs> like i was like well i can't hear god like all of these different things but once I gave it just to God, I'm just like, okay, I figured it out how how you talk to me and everything. But once I started like breaking that familiarity and just started the journey with God, because it's not I can't live through my parents' experience. Right. God doesn't have grandchildren; He has children, right. and that's what I was trying to view it as through my parents. And that's not how God wants us to to work through this with him. It's a relationship. It's a Mm one-on-one. And when you're reading his word, like if you don't know who he is, you're going to think he's a jerk half the time. You're going to be like, man, this guy's a jerk. (laughs) But when you have that relationship, you understand it's like he is so, he, he wants to love us so much. He's waiting for that day when he gets to call us sons and daughters and that we get to call him father mm-hmm. but he's heartbroken when we're not in communion with him yeah and like when you view it through that lens it changes literally everything yeah um i know I know right now with um, just kind of the uncertainty that is going on in the world, like, yeah. you know, I, I don't want this to be a place where we just talk about the problems. Like, I want this to be a place of solutions because that's yeah. what we're supposed to bring. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, the only thing that has really kept me saying that's given me hope is knowing that this isn't the end that this isn't 
going to overcome or overwhelm. And I know that there are people who have struggled. I know that there are people who have been affected by the different Mm -hmm. things going on. And it's not to say that that's not real, that that's not valid, you know, but it's to say that no matter what, this isn't the end. Yeah. And um, a verse that has really stuck out to me, um, this is Galatians 1, 3, and 4. I pray blessing, or I pray over you a release of the blessings of God's undeserved kindness and total well-being that flows from our Father God and from the Lord Jesus. He is the anointed Messiah who offered himself as the sacrifice for our sins. He has taken us out of this evil world system and set us free through our salvation just as God desired. And I love that it's like we have total well-being and anytime the word's talking about that, it's always, you know, the whole being, body, mind, soul. And, but I really love that he has taken us out of the evil world system and set us free through our salvation. And, you know, God, like, our salvation isn't just like this one time thing. And it's, it's this ongoing saving and delivering Mm -hmm. and so that his glory can be demonstrated through our lives, through the different things that happen in our lives. And I mean, it's just like Jesus, like Jesus had crap happen to him all the time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But God consistently got the glory out of it because he was like, okay, I know that this isn't something that is for me other than, you know, accepting to go to the cross. But, um, you know, it's like, okay, in this situation, God, what are you doing? You know, it's always Jesus listened so he knew and only did what his father was doing, Mm -hmm. say what his father was saying. And, you know, that's what we are supposed to be like. Yeah. Um, but it's like we don't have to deal with situations the way that the world does and I'm glad that people are really speaking up right now that you know it's not I think it's even going beyond political parties right now it's just like how is I don't know. It's like the keyboard warrior thing is like, mm-hmm. we got to stop. Like, we have to stop. You know, there's, you can speak the truth, but if you're not speaking it in love, if you're just being nasty, if you're calling people stupid, like, that's like what Zag was talking about. It's like, you know, we do unto others like we want done under ourselves. And if you don't agree with somebody, you know, it's like 
this isn't like we'll agree to disagree and just everything is fine and yeah. I mean, you stand up for what is right, but if you have to be nasty about it, you're not right. Well, you're wrong. It even talks about that in Matthew six, you know, calling someone an idiot. Like, oh yeah, like I've that one has really stuck with me. It was I've like, had to really work <laughs> on that because like that comes out of my mouth a lot, especially when I'm driving. <laughs> um. I mean, it depends on the translation you're looking at, but it all means the same thing. But it's like even, it's like you shouldn't hate your brother, but it's like if you even call somebody an idiot, like you, I don't remember exactly what it said, but it's like you are wrong. Yeah. And that like. You're like essentially like in contempt of court. <laughs> and like, I remember the first time I read that, where it used that wording, I was like, whoa. And it's something that's really stuck with me. And um, you know, there. We just, I, it's like we just keep asking God. It's like God, how can we be a part of making sure that we are seeking justice and that we are loving people the right way, but we're also speaking up for truth. Mm -hmm. and you know there are people that there's going to be people that reject truth and you just that's their problem that's their problem and you know we can't save everyone you know but we can love people and that that's really our job and You know, when there are things that are wrong, we are supposed to speak up. But if you can't do it in a way that doesn't demean somebody, that um, it doesn't help them see that there's a better way. Like, if you just tell someone that they're wrong, that doesn't necessarily help them. It's like, there is a better way to do this. Mm -hmm. Um if you're not willing to like step in and help bring a solution to the problem, if you're just going to be a part of the noise, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> like there's just, there's so much noise right now and you're just going to be another person making noise. Mm -hmm. And you know, like this is really the first time I've really like been more active on social media recently because it's really been difficult to even just be on social media. And I know that it's like. It is super draining, like, to be on and Facebook. And I don't think I, we have to tell you that. Like, I yeah, think everybody I think feels every, that. Like, I've seen in the last two or three days multiple people saying, I'm done with social media for a while. Hmm. Like, and deactivating their accounts. It's because they're tired of seeing all the junk. But we want this to be a place where that doesn't have to happen. And yeah. it's like, no matter what, God is good. And no matter what, he's going to see us through. And, you know, I was listening to um, Eric Johnson uh, from Bethel. And he was uh, he was talking about how... <laughs> Um, at Bethel, like they were saying, like this is the year of awakening, and um, 
he was like, I really wish that we hadn't done that. Yeah. And it's like, sometimes we pray for things and we don't even realize what we're praying for because God is probably going to do things differently than we think. Hi, Kristen. I hope that you're doing well. Great to see you. Um, and, um, he was like, next year, I'm we're we're gonna call it like the I don't know if you remember this. Yeah, it was like we're gonna call it the year of peace and whatever. <laughs> like because he was he was talking about you know, like um the racial issue right now, um which is not just a now thing. It's not just a trending thing. He was like, you know, people just want it to be over with, and he was like, don't do that. Like he was, <clears throat> and it's like. For an awakening to happen, you got it's like to realize that there's a problem, you have to admit that there's a problem. Yeah. And the problem is there in our faces. So it's like, okay, the awakening is here. That doesn't mean it's gonna be comfortable to go through it. Yeah. And God never promised that. But yeah. he promised that he would bring solution. Mm-hmm. You know, it's and it goes back to that heart issue. Like it always goes back to the heart. Yeah. And like you were talking about people, you know, being keyboard warriors and everything. I want to read Matthew five, starting in verse twenty one. This is about anger. And I think everybody Jesus said it, so there you go. <laughs> you are familiar with the commandment that the older generation was taught, do not murder, or you will be judged. But I'm telling you, if you hold anger in your heart towards a fellow believer, you are subject to judgment. And whoever demeans and an Salts, a fellow believer, is answerable to the congregation. And whoever calls down curses upon a fellow believer is in danger of being sent to a fiery hell. So then, if you're presenting a gift before an altar in the temple, and suddenly you remember a quarrel you have with a fellow believer, leave your gift there in front of the altar and go at once and apologize with the one who is offended. Then, after you have reconciled, come to the altar and present your gift. It is always better to come to terms with the one who wants to sue you before you go to trial, or you may be found guilty by the judge, and he will hand you over to the officers who will throw you into prison. Believe me, you won't get out of prison until you have paid it in full amount. Um, and that's talking about, like, this This is the passion. Yeah, this is the passion translation. But, like, the whole time I was reading that, it's like, if that's the way we treat believers, the people outside of the church, we have to treat the same way. Yeah. They're just believers that haven't woke up yet. You know, you were reading, this is in verse 22. Even in trying to do the right thing, it can be so frustrating when people don't want to listen to you, when they don't understand, and... You know, we really have to be careful with our words. Like, in frustration, I know that I've said things that I wouldn't, like, wish on somebody. Yeah. But in just saying those things and entertaining those things, I'm not right. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, and Yeah, and whoever demeans and insults a fellow believer is answerable to the congregation and... Whoever calls down curses upon a fellow believer is in danger of being sent to a fiery hell. Like, that really stood out to me. But it's, like, it's more than just 
to a fellow believer, you know, we're all made in God's image. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to admit right now, I like, I need to repent for like out of frustration. And even when it's like, like the devil will try to trip you up anyway. And it's like, mm-hmm. even in trying to do good, you become frustrated and it's like, why won't this person do this? Like, don't they realize that this, this, and this could happen? And it's like, why am I speaking those things into yeah. existence? I don't need to do that. Yeah. Thank you, Lord, for forgiveness. So I just wanted to share that. That was on my heart all day today was just, you know, like anger. We can let anger run amok yeah. really easy. And like, being on social media, because everybody right now is literally on social media that's watching us. Like, you're going to see things that are going to frustrate you, are going to be like, why in the world are they thinking like this? Don't they know any better? Like, you're going to think a million different things. And if we respond in anger, they're going to know how you feel. Yeah. But if you walk in love, and I'm not saying walk in silence. Yeah. That's different. Yeah. <laughs> that's different. Don't walk in silence, but you, there is a way to go about things. And posting on someone's comment or whatever is not always the best way. A phone call. Yeah. You know, a different way to go about it. Because a lot of times when you talk to somebody face-to-face on a phone call, Things are so much different. There's no no way of misconstruing mm-hmm. what's going on. And, uh, like, social media is great. Like, we're reaching all of you right now. Yeah. But it is being used in a way right now to separate, to divide, to, you know, divide and conquer, essentially. Yeah. And we can't feed into that. We can't, you know, give the devil any chance of defeating the body of Christ, you know, and I'm not saying, you know, down with social media, but we've got to be smarter on how we go about using it, showing people love. And if you've got issue with something, somebody posts, you can unfollow them, you can mute them or the better tack, go talk to them yourself. Like don't stand behind your keyboard or your thumbs. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cause there's so many times where I just want to just like, but I'm just like, I'm not even going I'll pray. I'm, I start praying for him, you know, but we've got to be smart about it because we can do so many things that damages that relationship. And then there comes like church hurt and oh well, that Christian, well, they said they were Christians. I saw them posting scripture the other day, but then look at this comment. And like there's so many things mm-hmm. and the devil will use that as a way to, Hey, yeah, this person supposed to be a Christian, but look at this. Like, we've all seen it. We've all, like, we've all thought mm-hmm. it at some point in time. Like, oh, well, I thought they were, oh, they read their uh, Sunday school lesson backwards, <laughs> you know? Like, we've got to be smart about it because we have we have to bring unity. We have to bring unity. And I just feel like that's something we need to start praying right now. Yeah. Lord, we just thank you. Thank you. Jesus. That there is unity, not just in the body, Lord, but there is unity between brother and sister husbands, wives, 
children's parents, Lord, mm-hmm. that there is unity, Lord, that there is understanding of wisdom, Lord, that, that simple things to complex things are not dividing people, Lord, but that we ask for your wisdom. We ask for your heart for the situation, Lord, that we are not letting our our opinions take over what your fact is, Lord, you, Lord, that your heart for the situation will become our heart, Lord, in every single situation, yes. Lord. God, give us the love that we need to show the world, Lord. If we don't have that love, Lord, give us, pour it out into us, show us, give us your heart for people, Lord. And Lord, let's have wisdom and understanding on how to interact with people the right way. Let us be the light into the world, Lord. Let us be the salt of the earth, Lord. Let's season the world into being like heaven, Lord. We want to see heaven on earth. So help us, Lord. Give us wisdom. Give us knowledge. Give us direction, Lord, on how to do that every day of our life with the people that we come in contact from co-workers to family members to friends lord to even strangers in the gas station lord let us show people the love that they need lord that they desperately need they're not getting it anywhere else lord they will never get a counterfeit of what your love is lord that can even hold a candle it's literally called a counterfeit thank you so lord we just thank you we thank you for that love we thank you for that guidance in your name i pray amen Amen. Guys, we're so glad that you're here. If you have any prayer requests, please let us know yep. down in the comments below. Um, like we're, I'm just enjoying the time here. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you haven't already, hit the follow button. It helps out a ton. Um, so you don't miss out on anything that we're doing mm-hmm. here. We said earlier that we were starting a new schedule next week. So if you don't follow us, follow us so you can get updated mm-hmm. about it's something that we're planning to start next week. Yeah. So just more content on a more consistent schedule. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, follow us so you can get the info about that. Yeah. Um, something that came to mind when you were praying and even before when we were talking, but, um, you know, it's like we really have to be conscious of who and what we're allowing to shape Mm. our narrative right now. Yeah. Like, you know, what is shaping our opinions about things? How are we, how are we being informed? And, you know, just shutting everything off and not knowing Mm. what's going on. I know I've been guilty of that. (laughs) Um, That's not, that's not the right approach, but it's also like, um, not taking too much negative in, not taking too many different opinions in. It's really God who's supposed to be shaping um. our view. Mm-hmm. We need to have a godly worldview. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just like, you know, your family or your friends. Um, I mean, now just social media or whatever, but you know, their opinions can affect yours. But, you know, God's opinion is the highest. It's mm-hmm. the truest. Yep. Um, 
the holiest and that's what should be shaping our opinion and our thoughts and our actions um regardless of how other people think and yeah. feel and it's just like the verse i read earlier galatians 1 3 and 4 you know that jesus by his sacrifice has taken us out of the world's system mm-hmm. like i said the evil world system and we now can operate like it says we live we are seated in heavenly places it's like that's not just a confession that we're supposed to have Mm -hmm. or something that happens in the future it's a place that we live from now yeah we are seated that's a past tense verb (laughs) it's already happened Mm -hmm. um because we're spiritual beings we are spirit and you know we we're able to by the word and by the holy spirit know that there are better ways of doing things and that's you know asking god for wisdom that's knowing the word that's you know remembering how he did things and applying it to our life and um like what would you say right now you feel like you personally need wisdom about like in how to just navigate like day-to-day life right now um something that i'm working on right now is watching the right stuff Mm -hmm. um and like over the last year i've really gotten to like keeping up on politics and everything Mm -hmm. like I've been, like, big on that, but I don't just watch one, like, news group. Like, I've watched several different where it's from right to the middle to the left, and I try, like, I've tried to do that to just try to get as, like, okay, well, this is what everybody's saying. Here must be the middle, Mm -hmm. and it is so draining and toxic. Oh yeah. Like I like most of the time, like if I'm watching a video, it's either a tutorial or I'm catching up on the news. Like those are the two options. Like I'm not really wa- I haven't really been watching anything fun. <laughs> it's just been like, ah, here's the latest news, and it's like, oh god, everything's going to in a handbasket. Um, but it's finding it's finding the right voice, and the right voice is in the word. Right. So. I'm not watching anything, mm-hmm. dealing with any news right now. Yeah. And I'm not saying, like, put it all, you know, you can't watch news at all. But there is a reason why they sensationalize everything. And it's every news source. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not just one or the other. It's it's all of them. They sensationalize everything. And it's to get views. It's to get more people mm-hmm. eyes on it. So, like... I'll keep up with it. If there's something major, I'll find out about it. But because that it, I literally would spend hours a week just watching stuff and it would, it was negatively affecting me because it was like, Oh, the world's going to explode in two days. Like that's how I felt. (laughs) So it's like me deciding not to let 
that shape how I'm viewing the world because the world needs to become the kingdom. And it's our job to do that. Well, you know, there's two things about the news. One, it's mostly bad news. Mm-hmm. And they wouldn't put that on if it didn't sell. Oh, yeah. And two, like you were saying, it's like in watching that, you feel like the world is going to end because mm-hmm. that's all they're doing. But that's also, a sl- it's not slightly, it is a manipulative thing because it makes you want to come back Yeah. so that you figure so you are on top of when things are resolved. Yeah. Because they want you to believe that they have the answers. Mm-hmm. They don't have the answers. They just report on them. Yeah. So I you know I don't really want to get into like how we take in the news or whatever. That, you know, that's your own personal preference whatever, but um no. Well, that's what I've been I've been working through yeah, yeah. is just like <clears throat> getting rid of a lot of the noise mm-hmm. and instead of that filling it with the word mm-hmm. and that's it it's a change because like I've been filling with my, my time with a lot of junk <laughs> so it's like it's like a breath of fresh air right. like this morning like normally when I would drive to a, a filming session like a shooting for uh, our client, like, I would just listen to a bunch of news, and like I'd get there and it'd be like, oh, the world's gonna <laughs> like. But today it's like I listened to what Jesus was saying, and I was like, man, I feel excited. I like even stopped and I was like praying. I was like, God is gonna be an awesome day. <laughs> like I was pumped for the day because I fed myself. Right. I fed myself the right stuff. See, like you just saying that, it's like there is no way that I could do that. Like, take in that much news for that long. Like, mm-hmm. no way. I could. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, and like you were saying, like, it was something that would negatively affect yeah. you. And it's, um, I think, you know, it's, it's person to person, but it's also like, we know the narrative that's going on right now. Mm-hmm. You know, so. It's funny, like, I, I posted um, or shared, uh, if you don't follow Sean Foyt, mm-hmm. F-E-U-C-H-T, yeah, go follow him because he's really awesome, but um, he was sharing how the, like, site where George Floyd was arrested and killed mm-hmm. has now become a site for revival. Yeah. And, like, People are like getting baptized there and getting saved yep. and like does all kinds of amazing stuff. <laughs> and uh, someone like commented and was like, "Thank you for sharing good news." Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, like, and it's funny because like, I feel like there's, at least on my like feeds, there's an equal amount of good news as there is bad news. Mm-hmm. But the bad news. I think there's just so much more talk about it that it seems like it's more or it's blown, you know, like 
Well, it's like even when you're correcting someone, the five to one ratio, you give five positives to one negative. Right. And it's like if your feed is like half and half. Yeah. You know, it, it that's just our minds, how we're thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And it, like, I think that's my desire in like getting back in with social media is trying to be a more positive influence yeah. and encouraging people with mm-hmm. the word. And, um, you know, it's, and also like, I know there's something that's been on my heart is just reaching out to friends. <coughs> and I feel like it's, People that I know, um, you know, friends I know that are black or are just being affected by what's going on right mm-hmm. now, like, I'm thinking of them and praying for them. And it's like just knowing how to reach out to them, like, what can I do to um, just like be there for them? Yeah. And I feel like a lot of those friends have gone really quiet on social media. Yeah. Oddly. Um, And if you are watching this and you know who you are, just know that I'm thinking of you and praying for you Mm -hmm. and um, love you very much. (laughs) And, um, because I, I can imagine that right now would be a scary time. Yeah. So, um, and there's a lot of, I don't know if I want to get into this right now, but um, there's a lot of, like, it's very extended family, but um, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll get into it. It's, you know, it's... <clears throat> Um, I know people might make it weird. I don't think it's weird, but um, my last my maiden name Irby, um, like in our family history, there were like plantations and things that people in my family history owned, and if you know anything about slavery, most of them would take on the last name of their master. And over the past, I don't even know, yeah, four or five years, slowly um, there's a lot of black Irbys that Mm. I've become friends with on Facebook. They are some of the most encouraging and loving people. (laughs) If any of you are watching, you guys are amazing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, just people who love God, who are encouraging, who are loving. Um, And it just, it's amazing to me. And it's like, they don't care if Mm -mm. you're a white Irby or a black Irby or whatever, like it doesn't matter. Um, You know, it's just such a beautiful thing to see. And um, I know I'm a dykes now, but it's just like just seeing that and knowing that, um, there is forgiveness and reconciliation because that is the past yep. and I'm not 
at all associated with that. Like that's yeah. somebody else's choices, and it's like, and just being friends with them and like being able to talk with them. Um, there's just some really awesome mm-hmm. people out there, and um, I'm very thankful for them, and you know, just all of that community that I'm connected to. It's like. We just love you very much. Yeah. We really do. <laughs> like I don't I don't really have any other like words for it, but it's just um you know, there there's just you know, we all have like personal things that we may be going through that, you know, it's not you know, something that's on the news or whatever, but you know, there's also feeling the tension of the temperature of the world right now mm-hmm. um that wasn't a very good sentence but <laughs> feeling the heat of the temperature of the world right now and but know that it it's like what just came to mind was shadrach meshach and a minute ago and it's like mm-hmm. they went through the fire but they came out without even smelling like smoke yeah and that's my my prayer for all of us. Yep. Um, that's our prayer that we just we hold on to hope because we know that God is for us. He is not against us, and that you know, and just speaking love and encouragement. That that's what's going to bring us together. Mm-hmm. And that we're not alone in this. I know we're not all at an equal playing field in going through things, um, but we can encourage each other and love each other. Yeah. I feel like I've been talking for a while. So. All good. <laughs> uh, guys, if you got any prayer requests, let us know down in the comments below. Uh, we've been going about an hour. Do you want to continue for? I think we should keep going. Okay. I know, like, it's kind of like gauging people's schedules because it's kind of like, you know, I know everybody has different lifestyles. So yeah. I think, like, I feel like with live streams, it's like people are kind of in and out and, you know. Yeah. So making ourselves available mm. so, um you were talking on sunday about um drive throughs <laughs> yeah yeah can you give like a little synopsis of that because it was a really good discussion i know you didn't get to say nearly as much as you wanted to <laughs> yeah. um but and I'm, you know i just it was it was just a really cool conversation and a really important truth mm-hmm. so can you like give a little bit of that for us yeah um so the message is called <laughs> would you like fries with that you should have seen the graphic that he made it was like it was red background with yellow letters like mcdonald's 
And I was like, do you want fries with that? And yeah. we were all just like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, like, it was very intriguing. It was like, all right, where are we going today? Like, um, So anytime, like, I, like, it's a fresh word of God, because usually it's Sunday morning when I'm getting it. <laughs> it's fresh. It, like, it's right off of there. But what what God really put into my heart is like everybody expects things now. Everybody wants things right then, right there. And even a lot of times before they know they want it, they mm. want it then. And he was showing me this drive through and people thinking that he is a drive through that, you know, you, you roll up and you're like, I, I need healing today. I, I need uh financial provision. You're like, but God is not a drive through. It is, it, it's, it's a, it's a journey. It's a relationship. And so many times, like our culture pushes us for got to have it now, got to have it now. And like, even our fast food can now be delivered to our house. <laughs> you said that on Sunday and it was like, I just pictured like this, I just picture someone like pulling up to the door with McDonald's and it's like that is like the weirdest thing. In yeah, the world. exactly. It's like Oh, it's just too microwave convenient. Yeah. I, I know like with the COVID thing, like that's different. Yeah. I yeah. understand like Yeah. That is like become a thing and it's like, you know, that's that's fine. Yeah. But it's also like drive throughs are open now mm-hmm. and like it's like I would want to get out of the house. Like, yeah. I have been, like, itching to get out of the uh, house. Oh, no, you have. <laughs> like, I mean, I was in bed for, like, a month. But, like, I feel like right now it's, like, that's what be- and I, But I understand, like, you know, people want to be safe. And I know that our area has less has less strict um, yeah, rules, rules going on. But, anyway, it's just funny to me that that's even a thing. Yeah. But... God was showing me, it's like, would you rather have a feast or would you rather have fast food? Right. And, like, he started, you know, really pouring into me, like, you know, at a feast, you're going to get exactly what you want. It's going to be the best ingredients. It's going to be your favorite dishes. Mm -hmm. Fast food, you get a picture of something, man, that looks tasty. Have you ever seen a Big Mac? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Them commercials, man, that Big Mac looks tasty. It always looks better than it that. looks tasty because there's cardboard all in there. You go watch, go watch them. How they yeah, food photography. Yeah, it's, that stuff is a lie. It's a straight up lie. And then you get the real thing, and it looks like Joe back in the back like punched your burger into like submission. It does, like it does <laughs> taste. I like I remember Big Macs. It does taste good. In the moment. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, in in the moment. But, like, our society has, like, twisted this mindset that if it's not now, it's not worth it. Yeah. It's not worth the wait. But God, how he works, is all about waiting. Be still and know. (laughs) And, you know, I I was just, you know, kind of going through all of it in like First Corinthians 9, 24 through 27. I'm not going to read it all, but Paul is talking about the, you know, running the race. And I talked about this earlier in the program, 
running the race. You got to exercise. You got to train your body. That's the same thing with our spirit. We constantly got to be training our spirit. We got to be training our flesh to submit to the spirit and not the other way around. Yeah. And that's where a lot of us fall into when we let our flesh decide, man, I'm really tired. I'll just sleep in another hour. (laughs) I'm guilty. Okay. I'm guilty. But, you know, I love like I love reading that like from Paul. It's like even back then they had the mentality of I want it now. Mm-hmm. I want it now. But they had to wait even longer. Like their delivery system was Camelback, right. <laughs> you know. But we have to really understand that if we're willing to wait. If we're willing to take the time for God to actually come into our lives, it is so much different. Mm -hmm. You know, he's always there. We have the comforter. We have the Holy Spirit. And I talk about that uh, through that whole whole thing. You know, Jesus was prepping all everybody, all the believers, that the comforter was coming. Mm Mm-hmm. For three years, he's constantly, the comforter is coming. You know, when I leave, the comforter will come. And then he's like, okay, you need to go, you need to stay in Jerusalem and pray. (laughs) And that was 40 days when he, from him, when he rose to heaven to when the Holy Spirit came down. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you think about, like, if it took 40 days, like, I've been thinking about, like, ordering from Wish. You might get it in 40 days. Like, that's fast shipping on Wish. But if you had something from Amazon that took 40 days, you would already cancel the order, got your refund. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, what if God told us to wait? How long would we wait? A day? Two days? Man, that two days shipping, y'all. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, what about that? And then, like, I, like, you think about the and suddenly side of things. You know, and suddenly the Holy Spirit shows up, but it was 40 days since Jesus told him to wait, and then it was three years since his ministry started, and then it was however many years from the beginning of time when God, the Holy Spirit, and Jesus were sitting around the throne making man in his image. Mm -hmm. It's like the and suddenly takes time to plan. God's plan and purpose are perfect, and it takes time. We were talking about this the other day. Um, hi, Mimi. I hope you're doing well. Um, like we were talking, we were talking about the whole like and suddenly thing. Um, you know, it's like there there are times when we feel like there is like this and when we say and suddenly, it's like all of a sudden God comes onto the scene and something changes. Mm-hmm. Um like acts to with the Holy Spirit coming and like, but it's like, you know, God, there's always like a preparation time because like our hearts have to be ready to receive something because there's a weight mm-hmm. to like in receiving those good things. It's like, if you aren't able to like handle that, um, um well, it's just like it, the Israelites. Yeah. <clears throat> like going into Canaan, like God promised them all of it, mm-hmm. but if He would have gave it to them, the beasts of the land would have devoured them. Yeah, because they could not 
and have it all the way yet. Mm-hmm. They had to grow into it. Like there's so much that God is doing, even things that we don't see, mm-hmm. where he's orchestrating things and making things come together that we don't even know about. Yeah. And that's why we have to trust him. Like right now, you know, I I said it earlier, but um was talking about listening to Eric Johnson and um from Bethel and you know, he was saying like they were, you know, saying that this year was gonna be the year of great awakening mm-hmm. and then um, you know, there were issues that came up that we had to wake up to. Yeah. And, you know, but, like, God has to do it this way because there's just so much that we don't know, so much Mm -hmm. we don't understand, and so much that we, like, he is so much more concerned about the condition of our hearts, and he is using what the devil means for evil and pulling us through and just he's like Filling co- yeah yeah i was trying to <laughs> you saw my hand motion you yeah, know what I, I got he is pulling up the weeds he's getting rid of all those things and yes there are terrible situations right now but you know are you actually letting your heart be changed through mm-hmm. this or are you just Coasting through it, are you, yeah, hardening your heart to it? You know, be willing to be open to what God can do through this. You know, can you be more loving? Can you be more open? Can you be more honest with yourself and with others? Mm -hmm. Just sidebar, I think we have a harder time being honest with ourselves. Oh, yeah than with anybody else and with god being there because even if you don't believe the holy spirit is always chasing after you Mm -hmm. and it's so easy for us to lie to ourselves but when we start being honest with ourselves like there I know from experience, and I know that you know as well, it's like there is just so much that can open up for us in doing something as simple as that. Yeah. And it's like I think about any time, even if I've been wrong, like any time that I've done something wrong or I've been in sin, whatever, like my parents showed me absolute love Mm -hmm. like it didn't matter where i was at and they never beat me over the head Mm -hmm. like they loved me they you know my mom made sure that she that i knew that god loved me like Mm -hmm. she would always tell me that and me and my dad didn't necessarily see eye to eye for a really long time Mm -hmm. but as soon as i was willing to admit that I was wrong because <laughs> I was, I was 100% wrong on how I was living my life. Like everything just started to break down mm-hmm. all the things, all the, the anger, the hate, the dis disappointment that was in my life. Like all of these things started breaking down, but through that whole time, 
God loved me. My parents loved me. It was me. Like, I was lying to myself the whole time. I thought I had everything taken care of. Man, I got a good job. I got the job that I wanted all my life. I'm doing this, that, and the other. I'm making this much money. Man, I'm in debt. (laughs) You know, all these different things. But when I gave it to God, everything changed. Yeah. And it was amazing. Mm -hmm. It was amazing that God just showed up on the scene. Like, I'm going to tell I used to cuss like a sailor. Like, every breath out of my mouth, if I was not in front of students or in front of my parents, was probably some sort of cuss word. Mm -hmm. And it was bad. And I didn't care. Mm -hmm. But as soon as I gave my life to the Lord, that stopped. I didn't even have to try. It was... It was weird, like yeah. like in a good way. It was like, and I think that's when I knew that there was something, like something had actually changed, mm-hmm. was when, like, just the way that you talked, it was like, it seemed like an almost, like, automatic, like, shift into a different gear. Yeah. It was, and it was just like, I remember it took like a couple weeks or whatever, just realizing it was just like, you know, you haven't done that for a while. And it was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. But like it was it was definitely something that I noticed. Yeah. Um, And it's like and that is definitely one of those and suddenly mm-hmm. things. Oh, yeah. But. That was years of getting to where your heart was actually open and then God came in and you know just like there are things where it's like he will just take those things out yeah that don't belong but there's also times when he wants to like help us mature and grow mm-hmm. and he takes us through things so yeah. there's both but even to get to the end suddenly there was you know all the other years of your yeah. life leading up to that yeah. so um you know god is always working things for our good and mm-hmm. um i think one of the things like with your teaching like you were talking about the fast food thing and like on sunday i brought <laughs> it hallelujah up bugs. what i thought you were gonna say the hallelujah bugs no <laughs> um i don't remember how that started i guess like the mcdonald's yeah, dollars yeah. or whatever yeah. they don't even do that anymore no, do they? they don't no i remember doing i remember mm-hmm. having this but uh no, it was like like you were talking about like drive through and everything and like saying how God isn't this drive through experience and like it put in my mind this, you know, picture of like the five star restaurant or Michelin star restaurant, yeah. whatever. And just like in sitting here talking about it right now, um it brought more to mind, but it's like God is more like that five star restaurant experience. It's like Anybody can go, but it is an expensive experience. Mm-hmm. It's something that is going to cost you, but it's worth it. Oh, yeah. And a lot of people just, you know, I don't have the time. I don't have the resources. I don't, you know. But with God, it's like that exchange. There's. I mean, he's literally given us everything. He's given us his life. He's given us salvation. 
He's given us deliverance and victory over every challenge in life. Yes. I mean, he's given us everything. And like and going and and using the five star restaurant analogy, like and going to a five star restaurant, it's like you know, there is a certain way. It's like everyone knows just inherently that there there are things that are expected of you when you go to a place like that. Pinky up. Yeah, <laughs> pinky up and, you know. We're going to have to talk about Duffy British accent. <laughs> no. Um, it's like there's certain things that are expected of you, yeah. and people know that about God. Mm-hmm. But because of that, they don't want to come close. But it's like, it is, you are meant for those great things. Mm -hmm. You were talking about Jackie. I can't remember her last name. Uh, Lady that, like, came out of. Oh, um, Jackie Hill Perry. Yeah, you were talking about, like, how. She came out of homosexuality and like God's conversation with her. Like, she, like she's awesome. You have to go follow her. Like when I was a teenager, she was, that was like, this has been years ago, but she was doing like spoken word poetry about being saved mm-hmm. and her past experiences and everything. And like that stuff like stuck with me. And now yeah. she's, grown into like this big speaker and and everything and she's married has kids um i think she's expecting one right now mm. but um she is just so awesome <coughs> but um yeah she was um doing like an interview or conversation and with Kevin on stage uh recently and she was saying that um you know, she felt God calling her, but she, like, she was in a lesbian relationship, and she was like, God, like, I don't, I don't want to give that up. Like, it was, you know, it's like, for her, it was like, this is, like, who I am, and this is, Mm -hmm. you know, I enjoy this. She was like, I she was, she was like, I was with my girlfriend. I I really loved her. Like, I cared about her. Yeah. Um, and I didn't want to let that go, but you know, God was like, "Don't worry about that." It's like He was saying, "He's like, I just want you to love me. Yeah, I just want you to serve me, mm-hmm. and everything else will be taken care of in time." And it was. And she was like, "I I had to let go of that relationship," and she was like, "I still." the devil will still try to bring the temptation for different desires or attractions and everything. But she realizes that that's not who she is. But she also, it's like, she's like, I love God more than who I used to be essentially. Well, even Jesus got tempted. That didn't mean he was not, he was not the son of God because he got tempted, but 
for him to experience everything that man experiences, he had to be tempted. Yep. He had to experience everything mm-hmm. and to overcome it, to live a sinless life for us to be able to have that same thing yeah. with him. And it's not just like Daddy was talking about it Sunday where like he was somewhere and like there was like the smell of alcohol like in the air. And like he was just saying like, man, he's like that brought back a lot of, you know, things that I didn't, you know, he was like, but I wasn't going to compromise myself. Yeah. You know, I wasn't going to go do that. It was a temptation, but I overcame that temptation. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny when he said that. <laughs> um, I I went to the back of the church and there was some hand sanitizer back there and I put it on my hands. That stuff. Like it was, it was just whatever alcohol was in it, but it had like a tropical scent to it, whatever. Yeah. Straight up smelled like some kind of vodka cocktail or something. It was so strong, and that's something that I used to struggle with. Mm-hmm. It was like a coping thing for me and everything, and yeah. like God delivered me from that. And like, in just smelling that, it was such a like. I like when he said that it was like I know what you're talking about because it literally just happened to me like five minutes ago, <laughs> uh, or you know whatever. But um, I've had it happen before where it's like just being around it or smelling it, mm-hmm. and it's like I remember the the horrible experiences that I had. Yeah. I think I've talked about them before. I'm not going to talk about them right now. Um, that's for another time. But um, it's like I I remember the shame of all of that. And it's like, no, I don't want to experience that yeah. again. And it's like I feel so much mm-hmm. more free. I don't feel dependent oh, yeah. on this substance to cope with things, to make me feel better, to make me sociable. That's a big thing for people. I know that. It's yeah. like it loosens me up and it makes me more sociable. It's like I can have a personality without alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> and like when I get angry, that's when the devil tries to get me to cuss. Mm. Like that's when it's like it'll be just like in my mind, just like cuss words just like popping up. I'm like, this isn't me. Like I know it is like. He is trying to use anger as his, like, the gateway to get mm-hmm. in. And, like, I, I think about Nehemiah building up the walls. Mm-hmm. And, like, and uh, Chris Valentin talked about this. He's like, you have to build up your walls, but you also have to have your gate secured. Mm. Because if you don't have your gate secured, it will find its way in. You have to have every, like, where nothing is, it needs to be impregnable. So it's like, when I get angry, it's like, I have to like, just like clamp down. It's like, no, I'm not like, and it's like, then it's like, oh, well you thought it. And it's like, no, cause you the devil and you trying to get in, but Mm -hmm. I ain't ain't accepting that. Mm -hmm. And I think like going off of what Jackie Hill Perry, right? Mm -hmm. That's her full name. Like so many people think I got to clean myself up to get saved. I got to I got to get to this place for me to be saved. And that's such a lie. Mm-hmm. It is such a lie. Like just come to God where you're at. Like and he'll take care of the rest, you know, 
the old saying, you catch him, he cleans him. Like, <laughs> that's the best saying ever because, like, it's not up to us to save somebody. Like, we just show the love of God to people, mm-hmm. and then he takes care of the rest. I think right now, <clears throat> even with people who are saved and they believe in God, it's like, I think there's a challenge, especially right now, to believe in how good he is. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it's like, okay, even with all this going on, if I take that step in agreeing with that, in believing that he is that good or trusting him to get me through something, it's like, what, is, what does that mean? What is that yeah. going to... What does that mean for me? And... Mm-hmm. It means that you have peace. <laughs> um, it yes. means that like he really is that good that you can trust him even when things seem really dark, especially when things seem dark. Um if you know who Corey Ten Boom is, she wrote the famous book The Hiding Place. She was um, a Jew during World War II and went through like the concentration camps and everything. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Did you have to read that in school? No, we read The Diary and Frank. Okay, we read that one in school. Um, but it it's you know the same time and everything, but um. She was a survivor. Yeah. And, you know, she, her story is just totally amazing. But, um, something that she said, and I'm, I lost my train of thought. Um, what did I say? That she was a survivor of concentration no. camps. Anyway, she, um, it was just in believing that God actually was that good. And I fully lost the statement that I said before all that. But um, <laughs> even in the darkest times, he's good. That's what she had said. Yeah. And um, uh, she was saying that, thank you, Lord. <laughs> um when things are really dark, it's because he is close. And it talks about that in Psalms 91, like we're under mm-hmm. the shadow of his wing. And if you actually like turn and embrace that, mm. man, like it is, there is nothing like that peace, that comfort. And it's also like, if there's things that he's telling you to like, Let's face this together and let's confront this together. Like, let him do it because it's going to be so much better. And there's so much peace in that. And I know that from experience. I know that you know that from experience. And, like, there's things right now, like we were talking about it before the show. It's like, I have no idea how to deal with this. But it's like, 
but God, I know we got to, we got to go like David in the Psalms about this. It's like, there's this huge problem right now, <laughs> Yeah. but God, I know that you are good. I know that you're going to see me through this. I know that you're going to give me wisdom about this. And just in rehearsing that and trusting him with it, he is going to show us those things. Yeah. Um, and I really feel like that's what needs to be our language right now is actually talking out like a Psalm. And it's like, being honest and upfront and real presenting these problems to God, but being like, I'm talking to you about this because I want to give this to you. And I want to like either manage or get rid of or work through this with you. Yeah. And that's the only way that's going to work. And, but know that he is that close and that he is that good. And even when things don't make sense, he's good. But he is using this for good. Mm-hmm. And when that is our foundational thing, it's going to make more sense out of things that are confusing, things that we don't understand. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, none of this makes sense. And it's like, well, no, not in the moment. But I know that he's going to use it for good. And it just it brings a lot more comfort and understanding, even if I don't know how, like, even if it doesn't make sense in the moment. Does that make sense? I feel like yeah. I said sense like 20 times. <laughs> no, it, it does make sense. Um, I'm trying to remember the, the scripture. Some proverbs I want to say it's um it's where hopes hope deferred yeah hope deferred makes a heart sick but a dream realized is a tree of life mm-hmm. and a lot of people like to quote the first part without the second mm-hmm. but like I've realized over time like growing up and everything. It's like looking back on certain situations, you see God save you from your own self. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) And at that moment, it's hope deferred because like a lot of people will point towards like relationships. Like there's so many times like I was in bad relationships, but oh, man, I loved her. And my dad would be like, you dummy. (laughs) She don't love you. You don't need to be with her. But even in the job side of things, like I knew that I knew that I knew that I knew that I was supposed to get a job and that I didn't get that job. Hmm. And for years, I was angry at God. Yeah. Because I didn't get that job that I was told that I was going to get. Mm-hmm. And like he was telling me this. Well, it wasn't until, it was probably about two years ago, like this, the hope deferred, like scripture came up and like I started studying it. And I think Bill taught on it as well. Mm-hmm. And God brought up that job. Mm-hmm. And he was like, if you would have gotten that job, it would have crushed you. Mm-hmm. You would have been so miserable and you would not have loved what you love. Mm-hmm. 
and you would have just been a shell. He's like, it took this time for me to give you what you wanted. Because what I wanted was to be a head band director of a band, mm-hmm. you know, a big band. But I got that. But right. if I would have gotten the job that I had wanted, was promised, but if I would have gotten that job, like that band went through so many system band directors, it was so toxic, mm-hmm. I would have just been another number. Yeah. But God knew what I needed. Yeah. I needed also grow up. <laughs> you know what I mean? But the dream realized is a tree of life. Mm-hmm. Like that's huge. Yeah. Because God wants us to have our dreams. Mm-hmm. Like it's not He's not some fuddy dud. He wants our us to have our dreams. But it it takes time. It goes back to that and suddenly. I remember when I got that phone call to to be the Gulf Breeze High School band director, it was and suddenly. Like, I just went and, like, a few hours before that and had the interview. Oh. But it was and suddenly. But it took all that time. It took all my life to get to that moment. Right. The verse is Proverbs 13, 12. This is in the Passion. When hope's dream seems to drag on and on, the delay can be depressing, but when at last your dream comes true, life's sweetness will satisfy your soul. Mm. Like that. I do like that. But I, I just think it's important that people realize, like, if you are chasing after something, if you are going after a dream, keep going after it. Don't let circumstances, people confessing over you, deter you. Mm-hmm. Keep your eye on the prize, and that is put the kingdom of God first. Yeah. And all of these lesser things, I love the Passion Translation, all these lesser things, anything that is not God is lesser. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Nothing's more important than him. But if you put him first, all of those things, and if you have the, he will give you the desires of your heart. So it's so important. It's so important. Living testimony right here. Living testimony right here of doing that. Mm-hmm. God is going to give you the desires of your heart. It will take time. Mm-hmm. Like anything worth having. Do you want that drive through experience or do you want the peace? Um, hello, Lickies. I hope you're doing well. Um, with going back to the food analogy, um, You know, when you, if you go to, like, a fancy restaurant or just a nicer restaurant or where, like, the food is really, like, a work of art Mm -hmm. or it's, you know, some kind of gourmet thing. The chef has, like, created his own menu and, like, there's, you know, that sort of thing. Um, You can get things that you don't necessarily expect. Mm -hmm. But, um they can be really great. And it's like because they know how to like pair different oh yeah flavors and things that um the average person wouldn't really know about. Mm-hmm. And they're they're willing to like try different things and like oh. um God brought that to mind earlier when we were talking about it and um I know like I've had some of those experiences 
but it's um one that comes to mind as like Bill talks about going to like a <coughs> Bill Johnson talks about going to a restaurant like that and he talks about having a dish called it's like oysters and pearls that's oysters with like caviar on it and he's like I hate caviar hate it but he tried it and he was like it is the <laughs> most amazing <laughs> thing I've ever eaten in my life and um I don't know what all is in it or whatever, but he was like, there's just some kind of sauce or I don't know, but it's like with just everything paired together, it's mm-hmm. like it just works perfectly. Yeah. And God is so much like that. Mm. It's like he serves us things that we wouldn't necessarily expect. <laughs> oh, yeah. But they end up being, if we trust him and we take the bite, we go for it. They're so much better than we could anticipate or that we could make it out to be. Mm-hmm. Because I can go to a fast food restaurant and it's like, I know exactly what I'm ordering, what I'm going to get. Yeah. The quality is going to be questionable. Unless generally. it's Chick-fil-A. Unless it's Chick-fil-A. Um, I mean, you know what I mean. It's yeah, yeah. like, but... If I try to do it in my own way, I try to make my own thing out of life, I'm only going to get so much out of it. Yeah. But if I go to God, the one that designed my life, that actually knows how things are supposed to plan out, actually knows my heart's desires and how they're not going to be hope deferred, mm-hmm. like my life is going to be what it really is supposed to be and that's an offering to him yeah but he's also going to give me the things that i don't expect but the things that are the most tasty yeah <laughs> um i don't want to lose people on the analogy or anything but it's just like i i there's just so many things that like that I've experienced, that we've experienced, that it's like, I would never in a million years think that, Mm -hmm. I never in a million years thought that you would quit your job, that neither one of us would be in like, like music teaching jobs, and that we would have our own business. Like, I never in a million years would have thought that. (laughs) Like, but here we are. Like, you know, and it's been an incredible experience. Mm Mm-hmm. It's been challenging for oh sure, yeah. <laughs> but it's been amazing. Yeah, and there's so much that we've been able to do because of it. Yeah, and people we've been able to be connected to, and I I could list a lot of other things, but um, if that's something that's happened to you, something that God served you that you wouldn't expect. Mm-hmm. But it turned out to be pretty cool. I'd like to know. Yeah. Um, like we were talking about food and I thought about like going to Olive Garden. Like a lot of people, Olive Garden is like the epitome of Italian food. And like people hate on it so much. It's all right. Like it's okay. Like now that they have gluten free pasta, like I'm. <laughs> 
But then when I think about Spartacos down in Tampa, like this guy is like native, like Italian, like knows how to cook all these dishes so and everything. Friendly. Like super friendly. Will make anything for you, mm-hmm. like even if it's not on the menu, and it's authentic. Yeah. All like just It was so delicious. Amazing. Like presentation, everything, like the atmosphere, it's this little bitty building, but if you said, okay, you get the choice of Olive Garden oh, yeah. or Spartacos, you're like, of course I'm going to go to Spartacos. <laughs> I unfortunately had to make that choice when we were down there. You went once, didn't you? Well, I went to Olive Garden because I was with a different group of yeah. people. This was like a music conference thing. <laughs> I, I had to go that. with other people, and then they went to... I think you went to Spartacos. You yeah, went to some other same, better restaurant. No, we went and the same I was same like, night. man, but I was like trying to spend time with other people. But but the next year, or a few years later, you went with us. No. Yeah, you did. I don't, I don't remember. Anyway, I'm making a joke. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well. So you got to go with the desires of your heart. <laughs> I sacrificed so that I could love people. <laughs> <laughs> wrap it up guys we appreciate you hanging out with us mm-hmm. this whole time uh we're gonna we're gonna end in some prayer if you do have any prayer requests please let us know um you can put them in the comments you can message us or you can email us at be a light show at gmail.com mm-hmm. uh we're here to partner with you uh mm-hmm. we're here to be just a part of your everyday walk like if you got any questions anything we're here um so just know that as we as we move forward and go into the new things that we're doing so lord we just thank you for this time that we got to come together lord that we have the ability and the technology to reach out to people lord in this time to just spread your joy your love lord god i just release your peace into the world right now lord let it just inhabit let it be a like the blanket over this world lord Mm -hmm. that peace will be in people's hearts god i just thank you for the people that we got to pray for tonight lord i pray that alan surgery lord is going to be great lord there is no going to be no complications and lord i thank you that daniel uh daniel's dental work Lord, is going to go flawlessly, Lord, that there will be no issues. And, God, I just thank you for any unspoken request, Lord, that you are taking care of it, Lord, that you are on the scene and that your glory is going to shine in people's lives, Lord, that you are their testimony, Lord, that everything good they can point back to you, Lord. Everything that has turned out to be amazing, they point back to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And God, if there's anybody under the sound of my voice that has not made you their Savior, Lord, I just thank you right now. Just accept him as your Lord and Savior and say, Lord, I just want you to be an everyday part of my life. Forgive me for my sin. Forgive me of everything that I've done, Lord. And I just receive you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you, Jesus. Thank Thank you, Lord. 
God, we just give you praise for the people that have accepted you, Lord. Yes, We Lord. just give you Thank praise you, that you have paid it all, Lord, that sin, shame, you, guilt, all of these things are dead. All of these crimes, all of these things are dead. They are nailed to the cross. There is healing in people's bodies. There is health. There is financial provisions, you, Lord. There is reconciliation in families, Lord. There is yes. wisdom. There is all of the amazing things that you are, Lord, in people's lives. So, Lord, we just give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. And we ask all of these things in your name. Amen. Amen. So, guys, we thank you. Um, Make sure, share this with somebody. Mm -hmm. It was a lot of fun. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I miss the just sitting down and talking Mm -hmm. thing. It's good to get back to it. And like we said a couple times during the stream, we're going to have a more regular regimented schedule Mm -hmm. that we are planning to start next week. We will let you guys know later on into the week what that's going to be. So subscribe to us, follow us. We're here on Facebook and on YouTube Mm -hmm. and on Instagram. So you can podcast services around the globe, podcast services Pretty much anywhere you can listen to podcasts, yep. we're going to be there. So you can listen in the car while you're doing the dishes or, you mm-hmm. know, whatever, um, if that's your preferred way. But uh, follow us and, um, you know, but on social media, we'll be letting you know, like, our actual calendar that's yep. going to be coming up. Um, <coughs> so follow us. That way you can know what's going on and you can get all the awesome stuff that we're going to be putting out. Mm-hmm. We're just wanting to connect with you more and we're wanting yep. it to be like on a more regular schedule. That way you're not having to guess like when we're doing Yeah, when are they going to put something out? You'll know. Yeah. Um, we know it's not been super consistent, but, um, you know, life and, and all yep. of that. But we are going to give you consistency. So. Yep. <laughs> Guys, we love you so much. Thank you for all the time that you put into watching us tonight. We appreciate it so much. This has been Zach and Amy. Y'all have a blessed week.